Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to the Storytelling Lab, where we break down how to get to the heart of your story and the hearts of your audience to leave the greatest impact possible. And now here's your host, a filmmaker and competitive storyteller, Rain Bennett. What's up, my beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Storytelling Lab, where we break down the art and science of storytelling. This podcast is brought to you by Magnanimous Rentals. Cameras, lenses, lights, and much more at the lowest rental rates online. Magnanimous Rentals, every order submitted at magrents.com. That's M-A-G-R-E-N-T-S.com. Every order submitted receives a discount. Inexpensive production essentials ship right to your door. Magrents.com. Go Magnanimous. Listen, I've been working with Magnanimous Rentals for a few years, and I love it. I can't tell you how awesome it is to have a production trip, which I travel at least once a month or so, and I pack my bags and my luggage with my clothes, I hop on my plane, I reach my destination, I get to my hotel or my Airbnb, and boom, my equipment is there waiting for me nicely packaged up. My cameras, my lenses, tripods, lights, I didn't have to travel with any expensive or heavy equipment, and it just made everything a breeze. I do my shoot. I knock it out of the park, I pack the equipment back into the packaging it came in, and I stop by UPS or FedEx on the way back to the airport, and boom, it's back on its way to Magnanimous Rentals. Super easy, super affordable, and listen, if you have a production in-house for your business and you can't justify purchasing camera equipment, this is a perfect affordable alternative for you guys. Rent the equipment that you need and then send it back. Magnanimous Rentals, go check them out at magrents.com. And as always, this podcast is brought to you by Six Second Stories, where we help you maximize your impact through short-form storytelling. In July of 2019, I fulfilled a dream and achieved a goal that I had had for about the past two years. I gave the keynote speech at the Communication Directors Institute, which was a conference 
put on by the National Association of Realtors, but for the communication directors and the marketers for the realtor associations around the country. So I wasn't dealing with real estate agents or realtors themselves, but the people who help the realtors tell their stories and, and, and enhance their marketing strategies. And during that process, during that weekend, when I was talking with these communication directors, I realized the struggles that realtors were going through. And, and a lot of those struggles were similar to the ones that I see nonprofit clients of mine go through, which are, you know, dealing with the constant demand of creating content and struggling to keep up with it because of lack of time, money, energy, resources. And so I started realizing that this was a great opportunity to help that community, especially one that I'm already kind of tied to because my mom is a realtor and has been for decades. And I even had my real estate license at one point. So this is another passion of mine. Speaking with those communication directors that weekend completely opened my eyes about how realtors can use storytelling in their business practices. And this applies to anybody. But today we're going to talk about realtors. Today, my guest is Brittany Clark. Brittany is the social media and marketing manager for the Virginia Realtors. And the Virginia Realtor Association has 35,000 members. So that's probably why they can actually afford to have a social media manager. Most of them don't. A lot of them are like my nonprofit clients, which are often one-person marketing teams trying to convince everybody else why they should use video and why they should use storytelling. So Brittany was this little ball of energy that immediately we made friends and made a connection and, and, and promised that we, we would keep in touch with each other. And so we linked up on social media and I started seeing the work that she was doing and she's on it, like she gets it. And she even uh, recently, why I reached out to her to be a guest on the podcast is because she was written about in an article. Now, this is a correction that I need to make, and I'll go ahead and say it now in the intro. Because she's from Virginia, in the podcast, I made the mistake of referencing the publication as the Virginia Pilot, just like by accident, by default, because when I think about Virginia, I think about that... Uh, that publication, which is near the Outer Banks of North Carolina. So I see a lot of articles from the Virginian uh, pilot, but it was actually in Realtor magazine. And so Brittany was uh, talked about and her efforts were talked about specifically in terms of how she uses Instagram stories, which if you listen to the podcast or follow the work that we do, you know that this is a great opportunity and one that we really try to capitalize on in terms of storytelling. So I had her on the show and we talked about how she helps her realtors and her and her members use and utilize social media and now storytelling and video storytelling. That being said, I also want to share something with you guys. Because of this connection that I've made with realtors, I've sought out new and deeper ways that I can work with the community. And I'm in the process of creating a course, a video course, Storytelling for Realtors that we're going to launch in 2020. And right now I'm in the process of running a beta test. So if anyone out there listening is listening and you're a realtor or you know someone who is who might benefit from a free six-week video course on how to tell stories better for realtors, let me know because we're going to be running that until about January just so that I can get feedback and then shape shape the course so that it can help people provide more value. But anyway, that's enough about me. Let's get to the reason you all came here. Please welcome my guest, Brittany Clark, talking about storytelling for realtors.
tell me what your job is in in the real estate world because you work for a realtor organization mm-hmm. but we met at the communication directors institute so yeah. your director of communication for the association what exactly does that mean what do you do in your day to day yes yeah, so it's funny because i'm actually the so that is the com directors institute but i'm in the communications field i'm actually the social media and marketing manager mm-hmm for the Virginia Realtors Association, but those are my people. um, And we all connect um, and have the same experiences. So um, I started out um, uh, marketing coordinator. Mm -hmm. That was like my first title um, when I started there almost three years ago. So so let me ask, what what are you marketing? Are you working for the organization? Or mm-hmm. for the the members, like the realtors in the organization. So we're working for the members, um, but our job is basically to communicate the value of the membership to the realtor members. Mm, okay. So we represent thirty five thousand realtors right. in Virginia, um, but our our target um, and like our target message is what we do for you. Mm, yeah. Because they're paying these dues, which I would probably leave that part out because that's always a big thing. <laughs> but it's like telling them this is what you get um, with your membership. So, yeah. What, what other things do they get with that membership? Like how, how else do, does a realtor association support its members? So they, uh, a realtor abides by the code of ethics. And so they belong to like their local association, which is where they live. Um, and then there's us, the state and the national. So what we want them to know is like the value that they're getting with their membership. So we have a legal team. We have, you know, advocacy down at the Capitol uh, fighting for realtors and consumer property rights. And so we really um, want them to know that all these things are available for them. And so we're trying to hit every means possible. Um, email is great, but we know people don't like to read. Um, or a lot of people don't. So right. we're like, how can we spread that message quick? And that's why I like socials because I can put my own kind of spin on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and give that story quicker. How much than an email? How much autonomy? Like, how much independence do you have in the content that you create for social? I have um, a lot of creative control. Okay. Um, I do work as a team. So if we have a message that's going out and we have a, we, I know we have a project manager, so we have a schedule. Sure. Um, my content always goes with whatever we're talking about that day or that week. So it's the message is never kind of random unless right. we have to get something out quick. Then they usually come to me and I'm like, okay, I'll post. But national, but it's usually pretty consistent. Doesn't really control what the, state organizations do or anything like that in terms of media because i worked with the red cross once and like a local chapter of the red cross and there were some things that they could do but a lot had to be you know they had to run up the chain and get approval of and so it it, you know made their comms and marketing people really deal with Mm -hmm. some struggles because like they didn't have the ability to just if something popped up that day to go out and try to tell that story you know so we have the ability to be really creative <clears throat> with so, our stuff. Um, I imagine a lot of organizations, because since CDI, like I've talked to, you know, a lot of the people that attended in different various size organizations, 
a lot of them probably don't have social media managers, right? Like because Virginia is so big, that's got to be one of the, maybe not one of the only ones, but there can't be that many that have that position because there's, you know, corporations that struggle to see the benefit of having a social media manager. Yeah, I've been really fortunate because, like I said, I started out as the marketing and communications coordinator, um, but I saw the spot for that at the association. And so I'm really grateful that that was something that they allowed me to present um, and that they saw the value in that. So yeah, there's not a lot of, I I was just at a trade show yesterday and I was talking to a lady and I'm like, who does your social? Um, And it's always attached to something else. Mm. Like our comms person does our social or this person does the social. There's never one person. Um, And so it's so that that's why I try to, when I'm talking to people, I'm like, you have to have, you have to be on social. Like the first thing I do when I'm like going to a restaurant or uh, trying out, you know, going to a hotel or something, I'm looking up their social media. And if I see that they're not very active, I'm just like, "Mm." I'm a little hesitant to, you know, try that out. So that's why I'm like, you have to be on social. It's so important. So when you presented the idea to your association, what, gaps did you see that needed to be filled or what problems did you see that needed to be solved like that was a a bold step and i i respect Mm -hmm. you for that like to say hey guys here's here's something i think that we should do you know and you basically made a position for yourself it sounds like which is like is awesome yeah um but yeah like what 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 made you say like i'm just gonna pitch them this as a new position because we we really need that Mm -hmm. well i made sure i did my (laughs) Me, I always there's the strategy usually involved, right? Yeah, so say more I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, well, first I'm going to continue to do my role, right? But as I'm doing my role, I'm going to start the process, and so building it and kind of having you know some consistency over a course of a few months. Um, before I was like, hey, we need to do this. And it's like, well, what is the plan behind it? Um, so really going, you know, yeah, yeah. So having a strategy so that I could bring it to them and present the findings, so to speak. Um, and and a big push was that our demographic, like most of our realtor members are on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a no brainer. Like you take kind of your plan and then the facts that's already there that you see. And I just brought those together and said um, that I would, you know, I think this would be valuable for um, our members and we do everything for the members. Like it's all about the members. So it was like, kind of why not? Um, they were pretty yeah, receptive like to said, it. Yeah. Yeah. That's they awesome. were, they were pretty good about it. Um, and because they knew that, that's good because I, there. I deal with a lot of realtor organizations now and previously and still nonprofit organizations that the board or the committees or the powers that be, so to mm-hmm. speak, don't see the value. And it's a struggle for people like you and me who are like, guys, we really we really need to be like having a strategy and a plan long term for our social media. Mm-hmm. And they're like... <laughs> They don't, they don't, you know, see that. So I'm glad to hear that, that Virginia was just like, you know what? We like that idea. Let's try it out because that, that takes some guts right there. Well, it can be a lot when people think of social, they're just like, oh my gosh, where do I, where do I start? And they're like, they want to do everything. And, and I'm like, I really feel like you need to do what works for 
your organization. So like maybe Twitter works, right? Or maybe like Instagram, like Instagram for us is I'm, I'm slowly like, it's, it's a challenge because I'm trying to grow that but I'm still posting because I'm, I, I'm have faith that it will get there. Yep. But I know if I, most of our people and most of our reactions and engagement is going to be on Facebook. So Facebook and Instagram, <laughs> I really focus on Twitter, not so much. Um, and LinkedIn every now and then, but our people are just not there. Yeah. That's the biggest part is where, where are the people and everybody has to answer so where that. Your people yeah, are. <laughs> yeah. And everybody has to answer that question before you really start. And a lot of people, you have to work a little bit to answer that question. There's a little bit of research involved there to figure that out. I would think more people would be on LinkedIn. Uh, I think it's growing and especially the, um, opportunity for video and video storytelling on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. But the good thing, Facebook and Instagram are the same, at least the same company. Yeah. So that kind of makes and it I easy. See, and I see people, po- I mean, people use LinkedIn. It's just when looking at measurements for us, because yeah. I mean, we're all about the numbers. It's just, it's not there right yeah. now. Uh, us, and so. Twitter is just not as visual. And for something like a, a realtor, Visual is a big part of it, which is, which is why video and 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 photo and storytelling I think is so important, and they should utilize yeah. that. So Absolutely. I was I was glad. Let's talk a little bit about where we met. Okay. Um, at CDI, the Communication Directors Institute, 2019, Kansas City. Yes, that such was, a good time. God, it really was. I had a blast. <laughs> um, so. When I was talking with the staff and uh, months before when we were kind of like planning this and seeing mm-hmm. uh, seeing if it was a good fit, which I think it was. I had a great time speaking there. And everybody was, was so like everybody was so just nice and awesome. It's like a, a community for sure. You can feel that vibe. Yeah. Um, but they told me they were like the two two of the biggest topics that our people want to um want to learn about this year are video and digital storytelling and i'm like well that's that's the intersection where i exist so (laughs) and you know and on top of that i have a you know a love of real estate even though this was you know for marketers it was still in Mm -hmm. that world and so it's kind of this perfect venn diagram for me to be there but i wanted to just ask you straight up like why do you think those topics are so important right now for the people who are doing what you're doing in the industry that you're doing it in. Yeah. So it's, it's funny because people are always like, let's do video. Like let's do video. And they're like, okay, (laughs) what do do you want to use it for? And they're just like, for video. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to be great. And it's like, (laughs) it is going to be great, but (laughs) we can make it great. Yeah. You don't just, you don't just, record it and then you're just like whatever so so we really stress um and and it's different like i encourage the realtor members to do it whenever like i don't tell them they need to have a plan because i feel like that people want to see the authentic you and people want to see you know when you're out and about so for them i'm like do it anytime yes do it but for us because we have so many realtor members you really have to kind of strategize the point of the video mm-hmm. um and i mean we do different ones we do ones at events and 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 highlights and like various issues um but i just think that you have to have a plan um for your video but you, you have to do it like you need to do it um 
people love the story and people want to connect. So I'm like, do video. Um, yes, just have a plan for it. I want to talk a little bit about, you know, Instagram, which you have already mentioned and, and mm-hmm. Facebook, but I think Instagram is, is there's a lot of opportunity there. But first, um, how do you think, um, because again, one of the topics they wanted to learn about wasn't just video, but specifically digital storytelling, 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 right? Everything. It's a good time for people like me because this is kind of a buzzword right now, but it's been a tool that we've used since the beginning of, you know, of, of, Mm -hmm. of, you know, humankind. But, um, why, why do you think, how do you think rather storytelling can help a realtor? I think storytelling can really help because people want that ability to just connect to, to something and I, and I think when you're telling your story and people are, you're kind of revealing yourself because I feel like we have this mask, right? We're like, we have to have this mask on because we don't want to let people in because they might think this or this where it's like people can't connect with that. Like they're not going to connect when you have a mask on. So just taking that off and, and being authentic and really letting people in, I think is just, that's where the story comes alive. Um, and that's where the engagement is there because people are like, oh, I see myself in them at some point, maybe not at that moment, but at some point they see themselves in you. And so I, I, that's why I think storytelling is so important. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you use, you know, when I reached out to you, I mean, we've we've been kind of chatting back and forth since since the conference. But when I reached out to ask you to be on this, it was specifically because of the article that was in the pilot. Uh, it was in the pilot, right? Yeah. Um, which is awesome. Yeah. I wanted to ask, like, how do you use it? Do you use storytelling specifically in your Instagram posts? And if so, how? So I do. So mostly if I'm using storytelling, it's to try to get people in the event mm-hmm. um, or whatever we're marketing. Um, I also, I use it mostly when, because it's funny, I'm like, Realtors, I love them, and I, but I know like when they see me, they're like, "Oh my gosh, Brittany's coming!" Because I'm going to ask them to like get on video uh-huh. or to tag or post. So I'm usually the one that's looking for their stuff mm-hmm. to repost, um, and, and that's for me. That's the story. If this person's at this event, or you know, whatever it is. Do you ever add on to their post? So if you use their post to like repurpose it, do you give like a? a, a, a- you know, a pre whatever, like if you use their story or their <laughs> post, do you give like a, something that leads into it and something that closes it out or you just repost it? Uh, sometimes it just depends on what it is. A lot of sure. times I'll say, look at these realtor members enjoying right. our annual convention or look at these realtor members at our committee meetings. And then I'll just do this series of posts and kind of end it with today was a successful day or, you know, yeah, yeah, today yeah. this many realtor members got to network. So um, it just depends. But I'm always just like adding to what they post yeah, because yeah, that's yeah. that's the connection. You're taking the realtor members in your organization and bringing it together. Totally. Um, so they feel, you know, included. And and you can take that and repurpose that content, which is wise and makes it a little more time efficient mm-hmm. and effective. And then just add the beginning and end to it. And you've made a little arc. You've made a little story that someone can identify with or resonate with, like you said earlier. Yeah. 
Um, and I always ask them because I'm a big, I, I usually will say like, I'm going to steal your photo. Because yeah. I have, if you look in my photo album, I have like realtor members all through. <laughs> um, but that's a big thing I'm always tell people is like, just either ask. Like let them know, yeah, yeah, for or sure. give them some kind of credit. But also that cr- cross promotion is amazing uh, uh, in terms of reach when you're using social mm-hmm. media. Just you know, giving somebody a little bit of love, you know, shouting them Absolutely. out. You don't even have to ask them to repost it, you know, at that mm-hmm. point because they will want to, right? Especially Instagram mm-hmm. Stories has that great feature where it says add this to your story if you tag yeah. them, right? Like that, yeah, genius because this one. So easy. It's one click where if I wanted to do that previously, I would have had to screenshot it and then repost it. And then I, I'm never doing that, right? <laughs> it's which, a lot. Which makes me, <clears throat> which kind of leads me to another question. You, you, when you were talking about people like seeing you coming, they're like, oh no, oh no, Brittany's going to make us do something. That's <laughs> a real concern for anybody, not just realtors, is how do I maintain progress or consistency with posting? Yeah. You know, because it is difficult. So are there any tips that you try to provide your members on like when they're like, ah, I don't want to post anything because everybody kind of has that. Like we all just wish we could chill, but mm-hmm. it's an opportunity for us. It's an opportunity for us to connect and tell our stories and, and, mm-hmm. and reach the people we want to reach. How do we make it more manageable? That's a great question. Um, How do and you I, make it more manageable? Yeah, I also, because I'm really big on, and, and, and sometimes it is difficult because you want the when someone is coming to your social media, you want it to just be visually appealing. And so you're like, I want this blue to match this color. And and it can be overwhelming. Yeah. Um, What I like to do is, and we have a team, um, our creative directors and our graphic designers, they are doing all the graphics for the most part. Um, Sometimes I'll do some, but it can look very, um, not stock photo-ish, but very put together. Mm -hmm. So I'll try to throw some like photos of members in there to kind of break it up. So it's not just all photos that look like they've been made and are like really good. Yeah. You throw some photos in there of yourself. Um, I tell people like when you're like, if realtor members are out and about, just take one of you like going to get Starbucks or like, Hey, post some, um, if people, if the, um, buyers are okay with it, post them in front of the house. You know, just without the address, obviously, but post them. So it kind of breaks up that content. Yeah, uh, and, and goes back to, gonna, to yeah, authenticity, go which you keep you keep kind of alluding to or mentioning is like just being yourself, being someone real that people can identify with, not being the mask, right? Yeah, because you're like, who is this? And you can get lost in the sauce for real <laughs> if you're trying to like, this blue goes with this. Like, it can be overwhelming yeah so that's another thing that literally was in my speech was talking about people overwhelmed with all the tools of like you can get Mm -hmm. lost down that that rabbit hole of like oh look at this little thing look at this look going to here yes you can then yeah maybe you get one post out like that but is that sustainable every day Mm -hmm. no so I, i i totally agree just you know lock in with something a real authentic story be yourself and that's something that's kind of easy to continue to do yeah, um, and when you're focusing on one thing, over time you get better at that versus 100%. trying to like Do spread yourself way too thin. Yeah, so definitely, definitely. I think it was Bruce Bruce Lee said, had a line where he said something about I, I fear the man who practiced one kick a thousand times more than the <laughs> man who practiced a thousand kicks one time. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Whoever so like true. can can deliver that one thing like a master. So I think that's a that's an excellent point. Um, also in that in that article, I think they were mainly writing about your use of Instagram stories, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about that a little bit because I think that's a great opportunity that many people, when I bring it up in a conference or a workshop, are like, what, what, where is that part? Oh, the part of the top of the circles? I'm like, yes, <laughs> the part of the very top. You don't, I mean, it's not like it just came out a month ago. Because um, at first people were like, well, this is a crazy feature. They're basically mm-hmm. ripping off Snapchat. But now it's like, it's, it's probably surpassed the feed now. I know at one point they were neck and neck in terms of, how much time people spent on either. But when you were talking about just post a picture of you at Starbucks, that's what that made me think of was Mm -hmm. the opportunity that stories provides. And for those that don't know really quick, you know, they're 20, they live 24 hours at the top of your feed and then they disappear. And of course you can save them in in highlights, Mm -hmm. but for the most part they disappear and they don't appear on your Instagram feed, like the grid layout, they appear up top. But I want to hear a little bit more about, the opportunity you found in them. Cause this is where I'm starting to get to where I'm really getting good engagement with them. And most mm-hmm. of that has been because I'm actually telling stories in mind where the beginning leads to the last one. Yeah. And then that's it. And I don't touch it until tomorrow. And that doesn't mean that you can't just post a picture of one thing at a time, but I've noticed it really trending up when there's an, you know, there's a story to follow. But tell me a little bit about which, how you've been using it because I definitely don't think a lot of people are when they should be or could be. Sure. So there are there are a lot of websites out there um, that will help you with this. Hmm. Um, when we first had when we first started using them, I was like, man, I really want like the highlight. You can highlight the covers and all mm-hmm. of those things. I wouldn't necessarily focus on those right away, but right. there are sources out there that will create ones for you. So you don't have to take too much time. Um, but Instagram stories is very simple. Um, it's it's not that hard to use. So so for me, it was like, why not utilize this? Um, you can see it's great for business um, because you can see how many people viewed it. If they took a screenshot, you can interact with them with polls. Uh, and then this is a way for you. And, and I know a lot of people who realtor members who use this to create leads, which is obviously what they want, right? Can you say more um, about that? So, um, yeah. So if you set your business, your Instagram to a business page, mm-hmm. there are a lot of resources there for you. Um, you can see, you know, like I said, you can see who's viewed it. Um, you can reach out to those mm-hmm. people if you need to. They, they see what you're doing. You're like, oh, this person has viewed my story, yeah. all of my stories for the day. Uh, let me slip them a message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've got that retention and they've seen all of them, that's a good point. Let me slide in the DM (laughs) and send them a message and see, like, hey, if you ever need someone, like, I'm here for you. You you keep people engaged. You can have gifts. You can have polls. You can have your location. Mm. Everything you can do is just kind of, like, like endless opportunity. Um, And so I really like that when you are creating your stories, you can save them with the highlights so people can go back and kind of see like, Oh, what are their events? Like, I'm really interested in like, mm-hmm. I go to this convention, but I don't know what it's like. Let me see. So it's a preview kind of, um, of a specific topic that you can talk about. Um, and so, yeah, that's a good point with the highlights. It's almost like pages on your website, right? Like you can have different categories cause the grid, the feed on Instagram doesn't really allow you to do that. They can scroll back and see things you posted five years ago, but there's no organization. And for me, I like on the flip side is that 
from an organization standpoint, that allows me that personal touch, which mm-hmm. could work both ways. But for me, I'm like, oh, let me put a, you know a reaction to their post or you know and they'll like oh the virginia realtors are really like interested in what i'm doing that's right? called engagement it's, folks yeah <laughs> it's easy engagement it doesn't take much time and when they it starts to build that relationship over time because they see your consistency and they're seeing that you're watching their story anyway so you might as well reach out right do you think that your association is kind of ahead of the curve in terms of other realtor associations and their use of social media? I could be biased. Obviously I am, but <laughs> I, I do think we um, are ahead of the curve um, and, and you have to keep up. Yeah. Um, you have to keep up with what's current um, and it can be overwhelming, but when you have a person specifically for that, it kind of takes that away you know, from them. I focus on that. I'm always like, you know, how can Virginia realtors stay ahead? And I also offer that to our realtor members as well. So it's a great thing. So I, I literally uh, this week was talking with um, a communications person for a realtor organization, a small, like a local one. So maybe a couple thousand. Yeah. Uh, maybe. And people are, and, and I don't mean to be ageist. <laughs> my, my, my mom is a 70 year old realtor. Um, but she, you know, but (laughs) she's got her own thing. Um, but, uh, so when I say our generation, you know, I don't mean to exclude anybody by saying that, but I tend to have these conversations (laughs) with people in our generation who are making the Mm -hmm. push for storytelling, digital storytelling, video, social media, all these things that we, we are able to utilize Mm -hmm. and they, they get some pushback or more, more often than pushback. It's just like not understanding. So not really willing or able to fully support it yet. It's yeah. not really saying like, no, it's just saying like, well, we don't know how, so it's not a priority at the moment. For mm-hmm. us. So what would you, what advice would you offer to somebody who is in your situation or just a communication director, like a one person team, which many times yeah. they are. Oh my gosh. Yes. That was trying to convince their team that this was important. Like, and they know it's important. Maybe they're not getting the support that they need, but they want to take steps what like where do they start what would you advise them because you're you're somebody now who who you probably have a good team like you said you had graphic people who do the graphics on there like you've got mm-hmm. some support and your job still is is difficult you know and you still have struggles that you have to overcome obviously yeah. but you have a good organization that's supporting you so what do you say to the person who is trying to make a dent and doesn't quite have that support man that's that's good but that's oh that's so tough i think that i would tell this person to start small. So kind of like I did in the beginning is just continue doing what you're doing, what they have hired you for. Um, but take those small strides. Um, if it's creating a Facebook account, like if you don't have one or creating an Instagram and kind of do the work, like mm-hmm. you have, you have to do the work. Um, and then when you, you are ready to have that conversation, just, because everyone's different. Like some people you're talking to, they want to see the numbers. Um, some people might want to see the story. Some people might just want to look at it visually and see how it looks. Wh- whatever it is, do that. Um, and then approach it with confidence. Like, mm. hey, I really, like, this is really working. Look at these people who are engaged. This is a, because when you present it as a, an area that you're not reaching, Mm-hmm. right like 
it's great we have these people who are engaged, but what about the people who are not engaged? Like, that's my thing is like, yes, great, we have these people who are engaged. We love them, right? But how can we get more people? Because this is going to lead to engagement in events, engagement in committees, engagement in meetings, all, all around. So focus on the people who are not involved and how you can get to them and then just present it. If it doesn't work out, I would say continue to still do the work because hopefully, you know, the person or whoever you're presenting it to will just come around. That would be my advice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause that, that can be tough because, because yeah. when I started, that wasn't, no one was really, really utilizing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they believed in what it could do. So it, you have, you have got to believe in it. What gets you excited about the work that you're doing? What lights you up right now? Uh, <laughs> Like, what lights me like, up about the work that I yeah, do? Yeah, yeah. Um, what, what, what's yeah. something that would happen that you get you that gets you excited or like this was this was a damn good day? I would say the conversation, hmm. like the 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 interaction with the my the realtor family, like that is my fa- like that's my family. That's what I do. So when I'm going to these events, like I love being around them and and connecting with them and hearing their story. That really like sitting behind a desk is awesome. But when I'm out there, you know, interacting with them, that really, I love that. It gets me excited. You love the people. The people, the engagement, the the, the pictures, the selfies, like, and, and all of that that you have, you know, and going back to the stories or Instagram or social media, that's content that, that's, that's content that you can take. That's content that you're not spending hours on. It's there. Like that makes your job easier. So absolutely, take, you know, and the pictures that you have, it it's, makes your job a lot easier. You think that's something that people struggle with is that they don't understand how to notice when there's the opportunity for content. Like that's such a great point you just said. Is like when this something's going on there, that's that's content that you didn't have to create. It's there waiting for you. In my world, in the filmmaking world. It's production value is what we see. Like if you're a low budget film, if there's an opportunity for something going on that can increase your production value and looks like you had a bigger budget, you take that opportunity, you know, whether it's like, I don't know, a boat going past that you just happened to get, you know, and it looks like you, you know, had the budget for a boat. Um, so is that something that you try to help educate people on is like how did you have to like train yourself to see like, oh, this is a great opportunity. I should get a quick like Insta story of this. You do. And you can get so like, oftentimes I get so wrapped up in the big thing that I miss that. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I just missed that photo op. And like, dang, that was so easy because I was worried about this big. How can I make this spectacular when you just missed a moment? So sometimes you have to take a step back. Um, And it's funny because I was looking at my screen time last week (laughs) and I'm like, wow like all this time i spent on my phone and then i'm like well i'm a social media manager so like it's okay right what you do yeah you're on the phone constantly that you might you can get lost in that and forget to take a step back and just focus on the smaller things like that it doesn't have to be big all the time Mm -hmm. you can take that small moment and sometimes that matters much more than all this planning that you put into the big thing right so that's a great point What's a dream project for you? Like, what do you what do you want to try to accomplish in the next year in terms of social media or video storytelling? What's something that you've been trying to take advantage of or trying to create that you know you haven't haven't quite been able to yeah. attack yet? 
I would say creating um, an influencer program mm. at the organization. For the first time at our convention a few weeks ago, we had three convention influencers. And this was kind of like a pilot program, but we had them. And these are people that I kind of followed on social, not yeah. to sound like a stalker. No, no, that's um, what it's for. <laughs> I kind of followed them and I'm like, oh, you know, I think they would be great. And, I, you know, I reached out to them, with put together something, and then they were given their code. Right. Mm -hmm. So then anyone and we could track that anyone who used their code would receive, you know, had a discount and then they were able to come to the event for free. Like the person who had the code. We got a few people who used it, but uh, I I want more. Right. Like I'm like, how can I get more people? So that is something that I really want to um, push even harder um, next year. No, I think that's awesome. That's I don't that's pretty unique. It's not unique for the overall industry, but probably in the yeah. realtor world, you know, influencer yeah. marketing is, is commonly used and it's super effective. So I think you're wise to, to do that. That's pretty cool. I hadn't thought about that before, but it keeps, it comes back to the people for you. Like, mm-hmm. because you still- yeah, we can tell them, Hey, we really want you to come to this event. It's great. You're going to network, you're going to do this and that. But when it's the realtor member who's saying these things, um, and the, sh- the strategy, I'm, I use people who, had come to a lot of conventions. I used first timers and the first timers could say kind of why they're coming. Um, and you can do all ki- uh, kind of things with that. So I was very excited that we were able to do that. Yeah. It's more like trustworthy when it's coming from the members, right? Same thing. That, Absolutely. Same thing that we, we keep coming back to, which is not strange when we're talking about storytelling <laughs> is like being real, keeping it real, being authentic and being a person so that we can relate to one another, you know, because mm-hmm. the people that you're serving are people. <laughs> you yeah. Know? And that's also, you know, back to the content, that's easy content. They're taking a video of themselves and we're reposting it. So not a lot of work when it comes to the production value because they're doing that. We're just posting it. So easy content. Right on. Well, uh, what's next for you? What do you got coming up? Um, I am going to NAR's annual conference. So that's their nationals big convention. That's mm-hmm. next uh, month in San Fran. I've never been. Ooh. So I'm very excited. How many and days missed, do you have? Um, I'm there three days. That's good. Um, but we have a comm directors meeting. So I'm so excited to see my comms people. I miss yeah. them so much. I feel like Kansas City was like months ago. It, it was. <laughs> it was early July. Uh, well, tell 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 them I said hello. That sounds fun. Yes, You'll I love will. San Fran. San Fran. San Fran's cool. I was actually just there a couple weeks ago. Um, it's not really that big of a city. Like you can walk yeah. the, the you know the whole city, and there's just it's really unique and gorgeous and there's a lot of great food and just uh it's a really cool city because i'm very excited and the hills are just nuts so it's like it's small but it's like it's high (laughs) they go yeah i already have my top things i'm like i want to go to alcatraz i want to go to the bridge i want to see the missed out firehouse (laughs) (laughs) classic and I want to see the full house. The full house. Like, I, I knew that was coming. Farm. I knew that yes, was coming. So. That's the, all classics. And get some good yes, food. Yes, I will be working, but there's a lot of uh, <laughs> there's a lot of good food there. A lot of good uh, uh, Asian food and uh, and Mexican food there, and anything. Oh. I mean, it's a the, the, San Francisco is a is a good foodie town. But uh, have a blast. Tell everyone I said hey. And look, I appreciate you coming and doing this. This is um, absolutely. I don't know. I didn't plan on falling into this realtor world, but I'm here. 
<laughs> and I'm loving it. And I uh, not going anywhere. <laughs> no, I, I, I hope to continue working with uh, different associations. I've been having a blast doing it, and I'm actually uh, building out some um, some courses. Like you know that we've been talking to you about the storytelling for realtors. So hopefully we can work together again. I'm so and excited to see how that comes yeah, out. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Thanks for your time today. I hope you have a great evening, and I hope to see you soon. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.